you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. some eagles on a Wednesday morning. I was standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. We may lose or we may win, but we will never be here again. State Farm Stadium, the site of Super Bowl 57, four days away until the Chiefs and the Eagles will never be there again. Mm-hmm. Take on 6.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff on Fox. NFL Network will have you covered right up until the game time. Welcome inside. Good morning, Hello. football. Presented by NFL Rivals, we are live in New York City. It's Wednesday, February 8th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, Sean O'Hara. It's obvious to everyone, including Patrick Mahomes, that this is a much improved Eagles team. Impressive is the rise of Nick Steriani and Jalen Hurts, and it's being done in just their second year together. But how impressive in it? Put it to scale, if you will, Jason. Yeah, it's been fascinating to watch. And you look at how far they've come, and to look at that, sometimes you have to go back. And I go back to their playoff game last season. They get in in Sirianni's first year, Jalen Hurts' first year as the full-time starter, and they're matched up in the first round against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they don't perform well in that game at all. Matter of fact, Tampa Bay beats them down, and they win that game 31-15. to And within that game, Jalen Hurts has two interceptions. Sirianni, after the game, is talking about they made too many, too many mistakes from a coaching standpoint. And then you look at all the way from that point and how bad this game was and Sirianni walking off the field just looking defeated and where they were as a team and it went into the offseason. There were so many question marks about Jalen Hurts if they were going to stick with him yep. as their quarterback and if he was going to be the guy that could get it done even with a loaded roster. And now you see where they are this year and it goes to show the growth that both of these men have had in the offseason. Sirianni gave the play calling duties to Shane Steichen last year and how you go as a coach, you put your ego aside and you let the guys around you that you've put in place to continue to develop the team. Jalen Hurts, from what we've been able to see from him as he's just now become a star and the way he talks about it and the way Sirianni talked about his will to win, that work ethic and the process and the journey, which he focuses on and mm-hmm. talks about every single time, we've been able to witness that coming to fruition on the field on Sundays that now they're in the Super Bowl. So from that moment, the way their season ended last Last year, win or loss, the way their season will end this year is truly magnificent to watch. Magnificent is a good word. It's really impressive, especially with Sirianni. they got a great team and a great roster, but what Sirianni's done is unbelievable. I think it's important that we go back. When he was hired as Eagles head coach, he did his introductory media session, and it was rocky. And he was made fun of, and he was memed to the bejesus. And I went back and watched it, guys. And um, we're going to watch it right now. This guy is coaching the Super Bowl 
this weekend, and this is how it started. This 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 team and this this city, this organization. I'm I'm confident this this is a really ta- there's a talented group. Uh, Howie Howie and his staff have put together a talented group, and just super excited to work with each all the guys here. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team. The first part of that, the first part of being smart, is knowing what to do. We're gonna know we're gonna have systems in place that are easier to learn. And when you can combine the fundamentals and you combine that with the talent, that's when we get a player to reach the level of of excellence. Okay, tight, antsy. He got destroyed for that. In the Philadelphia media, all over the internet. Bo Wolf is a writer for The Athletic who did a piece on that speech and the legacy of it and how it has come to um, empower the Eagles and empower Sirianni. What he did after it and when it became a big joke, he showed it to his players. He sat the team down and goes, here's my press conference. Let's watch this. And I'm going to be accountable for what I said. And it wasn't what I wanted to do. And I didn't represent myself for the team. And Brandon Graham said that's the moment I started to respect him mm. is when he showed us that press conference. Here it is, guys. You want to have a laugh at it? This was me. He chased that shortly thereafter with a very elementary plant metaphor in which we have to plant seeds and water them and everybody laughed at that since the moment of that plant metaphor the eagles are 23 and 7 23 and 7 they've won the nfc they got to the playoffs last year that guy who says i know what the bleep i'm doing is mean mugging the cameras it started almost two years ago when he's introduced and stuttering through mispronouncing names trying to get his metaphors right like he's a freshman high school football coach no he is the best hottest coach in the nfc right now and he has had a journey from start to finish i love it i respect it and i think he finishes it sunday wow that's great that you brought all that record since they planted that seed. Uh, 23 and 7 since the plant. This has been a great partnership for both of them. Like they've been holding they've been held accountable for their their pitfalls and for their missteps. All right, Sirianni with his press conference, Jalen Hurts, we've talked about uh, nauseum about him getting benched in, in a championship game in college and having to do that with everybody watching. And yet you look at Jalen Hurts and how stoic he has remained and, and Sirianni as well. The two of them, I'm not that surprised. I'm surprised at how early it's happened, but when you look at both of them, the leadership that qualities that they represent Jalen Hurts, when they when he came to the Eagles, it's all about winning football games for him. I had a chance to talk to him and A.J. Brown this summer in training camp. Yeah. And I asked A.J. Brown a question. And before A.J. Brown could even answer, Jalen Hurts put his hand over the microphone. He was not going to let his boy say something uh-huh, uh-huh. that he was going to regret later <laughs> on. And I think that leadership is really what Jalen Hurts has brought to this team and why they're in this big dance. Now, I mentioned A.J. Brown because – I think he's the missing puzzle piece of this puzzle. We saw him last year get kicked out of the dance in the first playoff uh, round. I don't think that they're in the Super Bowl without A.J. Brown. Sure. I think the trade for him and what he's brought to this offense, not just the explosive plays, but the accountability aspect of it. He and Jalen Hurts are, are best friends. They're, they're, they're related. They push each other. That accountability factor, I think, has resonated throughout the locker room. And with A.J. Brown on this offense, now he provides a different dimension, and he enables guys like Devontae Smith to now thrive in the slot and to do other things. So I think it's been remarkable what the Eagles have done in such a short amount of time with a young head coach and a young quarterback, but they've done it by assembling some unbelievable players around them. Uh, the word impressed to me implies there is an element of surprise, of a lack of expectation mm-hmm. that these people are here, that you Maybe not at the time that you thought, I'm not that impressed. And I'm not saying I knew it was going to happen. But when you look at the materials at hand here between Nick Sirianni, who had a lot of different jobs and was coached up and worked with a lot of different unbelievable coaches on his way, I I shouldn't be that impressed. This should be the expectation that is set. The same goes for Jalen Hurts to go from Alabama to Oklahoma to Philadelphia to survive and thrive in one of the most special and ruthless markets to play football in in the NFL. 
this should not be impressive. This should be the expectation because, frankly, that's what Eagles fans, the organization, and the city itself sets for anybody who puts that jersey on, who wears Kelly Green and decides to go out and represent the Eagles. Uh, to be impressed is to say that, oh, I never saw this coming. Second year together, fifth year together, doesn't matter. If you go to work for the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm not saying that other organizations don't do this, but I think um, the demand and the uncharacteristic, um, tough nature in which Eagles fans and the market demands from you, whether it be, and we saw it with Andy Reid, year one or year 14 or anywhere in the middle, the impress shouldn't be, it implies that you were surprised. It's not. It had to happen here or else neither of them would still be here. No doubt. Peter Schrager, I know you know it better than anybody else. So Andy Reid was there. There was a cake when he left, but he wasn't up to snuff for Philadelphia. They move on for him and now that here he is coaching against him. What do you think about the marriage though between Sirianni and Hertz? Well, I think Nick Sirianni's a really interesting figure in this because he's the head coach, but he doesn't call the offensive plays, and he's got an incredible coaching staff around him, and I think it says a lot about Nick Sirianni that he got all of these coaches to come with him. Shane Steichen is going to be interviewing for head coaching jobs. If not this year getting one, he will be in all the rounds next year. He's the offensive coordinator who calls the plays. Jeff Stoutland is one of the top offensive line coaches in the entire league. He was a holdover. He stays, and he and Sirianni have hit off great chemistry as well. You go right down the list. Jonathan Gannon was interviewed for head coaching jobs last year. He's back this year. He's going to interview coaching jobs this year and next year. Like They have a loaded coaching staff as well. And Sirianni has enough self-confidence where he says, okay, you know what? I'm going to be the CEO of this thing. I'm going to overlook it all. I'm going to be the tone setter. I'm going to be the culture builder. But I'm going to let coaches coach. And I'm going to help groom them to get to the best jobs that they can do. I find their coaching staff as interesting as any other coaching staff in the league because they hired a guy from Indianapolis who had never called plays in an offensive system before as their head coach. And it's actually worked out great. And he's selfless. He's got no ego. And all that mean mugging and all that stuff, it might not go great for the opponents, might not go great for the fans, but those Eagles players love it. And they are following his stride. Mm -hmm. I think Nick Sirianni's got something really special with this team. And it's not about him. It is about everybody else. And those coaches know he empowers them to coach and be their best as well. You nailed it, Treggs. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Say cool in Arizona. Let's talk Super Bowl MVPs and who will take the cake in Arizona on Sunday. We've got last year's MVP joining us later on in the show with his prediction for the game. Plus, the Bears have the number one overall pick in the draft. Mm. How are they feeling about Justin Fields? And how are they feeling about Seth freaking Rollins? WWE legend right after this. Huge Bears fan. Mania is just around the corner. What's up, Seth? You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Yeah, we got him. He's one of the biggest superstars in the world. He's won 15 WWE championships since entering the ring in 2012, including World Heavyweight Champion, Universal Champion, United States Champion, Mm. and many, many more. He runs the 392 Cafes in Davenport. Mm. Seth freaking Rollins! What up, Seth? (laughs) (laughs) 
what an intro. Thank oh, you, guys. Too kind. Too kind. Thank you. You're the man. We love you. Your wife is also the man. We love all you guys. We love the entire say, family. My wife is we actually have a the two-year-old at home. She is the man. How's the two-year-old, Seth? And is it a boy, girl? Are they the man? What do we got? <laughs> she is also the man. She definitely runs the house, no question. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome, dude. Two years old, just talking away. She's got it all. No one tells you how fun being a parent is. It's got to be the best thing on the planet. Everyone, it's hard. It is hard. Don't get me wrong. But it's so much fun. They're awesome. Do you think it might be a little fun to have Seth be your dad? This is the best. Yeah. Seth, uh, we got to get into this. The NFL world's getting ready for Super Bowl 57 on Sunday. The biggest event in professional wrestling is headed to Hollywood. April 1st, April 2nd. It's WrestleMania 39. I remember being a kid and watching WrestleMania Ooh. 6. We're at 39 now. What are we going to get from 39 at SoFi Stadium? Hype us up. I mean, this is going to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Uh, two nights, again, you've got basically two Super Bowls back-to-back nights. It's insane. We're in SoFi. I mean, you guys have all probably been in that stadium by now. It's gorgeous. It's L.A. It's Hollywood. It, it's just everything is stacked, man. It's going to be awesome. I am so excited. Yeah, Seth, so we're fired up, too. And you said it's like the Super Bowl back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So Super Bowl 57 is Arizona. I need you to make some comparisons. What are some similarities between WrestleMania and the Super Bowl? Well, it's a giant packed stadium, passionate fans, high level of competition. The biggest difference, again, is we're doing it two nights in a row. We are running back to back. So you're looking at 75,000 screaming fans in SoFi Stadium two nights in a row. I mean, the adrenaline drop after WrestleMania is off the charts. I mean, it's just crazy. Not to mention, we do it year-round. We don't stop. So, this is our Super Bowl. It's two nights, but it's bigger because it just, it's so huge, man. It's awesome. If you've never been, you gotta try to take the time, get to WrestleMania. It's, It's unlike anything you've ever seen in your life. It's huge. You're huge. Listen, SoFi Stadium is huge. I can't wait to watch this. I got to ask you, though, like as you, as you kind of peel back those WrestleManias, you said this is going to be the greatest one of all time. I want to go back in time. Do you have a favorite moment mm-hmm. from WrestleMania? I mean, I don't know if you go all the way back to WrestleMania 3. I think it was uh, Ricky the Steamboat Dragon mm-hmm. versus Randy Savage. But what's your favorite WrestleMania moment? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I don't want to be biased. But I think one of the greatest Mm -hmm. WrestleMania moments of all time is actually a moment that I created a few years back at Mm -hmm. WrestleMania in Santa Clara at Levi's Stadium. I was the first and only man to cash in his Money in the Bank contract in the main event of WrestleMania. Caught everybody by surprise, including the two guys in the ring, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I walked away, fireworks over my head, WWE Championship over my head. It was a pretty special moment. It's up there. It's up there for sure. Hell yeah, it is. great stretch of time in February between the Super Bowl and for wrestling fans because they get to watch all these events unfold but you yourself are a football fan and specifically for the Chicago Bears wasn't really the season for the Bears you guys are in building I get it but Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future is it that's at least what we've interpreted as of late how does that make you feel as a Bears fan with Justin Fields at the helm of your franchise Oh, I feel good, baby. I feel good. I am so excited about Fields as a quarterback. I heard these rumors over the past few weeks about us trading Fields and drafting somebody else. Are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? We haven't had a QB1 we can depend on. I mean, Jay Cutler, questionable, questionable. But we haven't had a QB1 like this, a young cat that we brought, that we drafted, that we can build around for such a long time. We got cap space. We got draft picks for the first time in years. I am stoked about the future and if it's not next year it's two years like we're there man the excitement in Chicago over a losing season I haven't seen in a long time 
Hell yes. And you know he's a real fan because he references cap space. He goes deep. This is not just checking in, saying go Bears. And you know what, Seth? If anybody needs further proof of your true fandom, you just go to the Twitter timeline. I, we noticed a pattern here. So the Bears come out week one. They upset the 49ers. I love football. Undefeated. Super Bowl bound. Woo! Then the rest of the season didn't have quite. I hate football. These just keep going. 14 losses for the Bears. I hate football again. I hate football again. Lost, lost, lost. And then after week 18, till next season, I hate football. But wait, wait, wait. You followed it with, wait a second. Number one pick, baby. I love football. We're back. Seth, it is an incredible journey we just went on through you. And the Bears fans did it with you. So you ended on optimism, as you always do in the ring. Talk to the Bears fans in Iowa, mm. in Illinois, all around the planet Earth, and give them something to be excited about Seth Rollins' style as we go into 2023. Well, first of all, guys, it can't get any worse. <laughs> We're yeah. the worst team in the league last year. So the only way to go is up. But I'm telling you, Justin Fields is the cat to build around. We've got the space. We've got the team. We've got the market. we got a new stadium coming at some point. Everything is looking up for Chicago. If it's not next year, it's the year after. It's going to be our year. There is no reason not to believe that this franchise is on the upswing for the first time in a long time. It feels good no matter where you're at, from here to Portugal, to Japan, everywhere in the United States. It is good to be a Chicago Bears fan. And if you're not, we got room on the bandwagon, baby. We got room hey. on the bandwagon. Come party with us. <laughs> Bear down. That guy oh, just called joined. out Portuguese yeah. Bears fans. All of them. <laughs> we love it, Seth. WrestleMania 39 is taking over Hollywood for two nights, starting Saturday, April 1st through Sunday, April 2nd, live from SoFi Stadium. Both nights stream live at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Peacock, which is the exact jacket that Seth Rollins is wearing mm. right now. Seth, we Talk love you, man. It. 392. You guys rock, man. Thank you so much for having me. And enjoy the week. It's awesome. We will. Awesome. Love you. Love your family. That's Seth. You're the best. We'll see you next That's time. Awesome. My man. How great is Seth? So awesome. great. Unbelievable. Right, Imagine him telling his two-year-old, like, no, you can't jump off the back of the couch. Like, oh, I'm going like, to jump. Daddy, you jump off of the couch. I'm going to jump. Yeah, I do it. I do it. Good Morning Football is presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. What's your beef? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Good Morning Football, something we call What's Your Beef, presented by Old Trapper. We're here in Arizona. The highway is buzzing because everyone is in town and thinking about Eagles versus Chiefs. Now, Eagles versus Chiefs, you think Jalen Hurts, you think Patrick Mahomes, you think Kelsey versus Kelsey. I've got a beef that nobody's talking about, Reed Blankenship. Let me explain. Reed Blankenship was a five-year starter at Middle Tennessee State. He was a two-time all-conference player, and he played safety. When the Combine invites went out last year, over 300 different players were invited. Reed Blankenship was not invited to the Combine. When the draft occurred, over 250 players were selected. We know that Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh round pick. Jalen Watson was a seventh round pick. Brock Purdy was a seventh round pick. <clears throat> Reed Blankenship was not selected. So when you go undrafted in the draft, it's a very hectic time and teams are calling up trying to get you to sign as an undrafted free agent, essentially a walk-on. You're gonna try out for the team and you'll get a chance to make the squad as an undrafted guy. Blankenship didn't have many calls. Um, the Eagles called, but when he got to camp, he was the 89th man on the roster out of 90. 89th out of 90. He's having a good camp, 
Good training camp, good preseason. They play the final preseason against the Dolphins. Plays 60 snaps. He's at safety. He's at special teams. When they announce who makes the final 53, you better believe Reed Blankenship was on the roster. He makes the team. He's a part of the story. And then when Avante Maddox goes down, he steps up and he's starting in the playoffs. Starts in these playoff games. He had a big pick against Aaron Rodgers in that night game they had. And then in the playoffs... In the NFC Championship game, he had four tackles, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. My beef is that I want to give everybody love this week. I want to give Reed Blankenship some love this week because the last time the Eagles had a big undrafted player make an impact on a Super Bowl team, it was a guy named Corey Clement. And he was a part of the Philly special, and he made quite an impact in that Super Bowl. Guys, we're going back to the table. Jason, you're a sixth-round pick. Sean, we know you might have some Reed Blankenship-esque stories. Let's talk about Reed Blankenship this week, guys. My beef? Let's give some love to the other guys and their stories, the Super Bowl teams. Yeah, I love it. Reed Blankenship inserts himself into the lineup when C.J. Gardner-Johnson goes down with an injury, and he plays so well that even versus the Giants in the playoffs, C.J. Gardner-Johnson went to the slot corner and Reed stayed mm. in there at safety, just a credit to how well he's played, and Jonathan Gannon took notice and kept up in that lineup. I love the motivation that Reed has, and yeah, as you mentioned, in UDFAs, we kind of stayed together. Uh, we're, we're, I think Reed's a perfect example. Of, Scouts are human too, Shregs. Sometimes they swing and they miss. I didn't get invited to the con- Either my first invite actually came from this network for the combine. So I think for Reed, he is <laughs> cherishing every moment and he is not going to let any of those moments slip by. Peter, I think Reed Blankenship has gotten less pub than Rodrigo Blankenship, who's not even on a team right exactly. now. So I think it is a great thing. <laughs> it is Wednesday of Super Bowl week. It's time to talk Reed Blankenship, Reed. not Rodrigo. <laughs> oh, he took his mic. No, don't take Peter Schrager's volume away. We know it was a quippy answer, Peter. Don't underestimate a Reed Blankenship and really any of the Eagles because they're coming for you Super Bowl Sunday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our next guest knows all about being on the big stage. Was a triple crown winner last year, hoisted the Lombardi Trophy, also MVP. Welcome to the show, Cooper Cup. What up, Cooper? What up, Coop? So, guys, thanks for having me. Oh, man, appreciate you, man. Went in the Super Bowl last year. As you watch that, what feelings come up as you see yourself scoring touchdowns and standing up on that podium? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible thing. Obviously, it's an, um, an unbelievable memory. Um, I really think about all those guys. I was looking at all those guys that you play that, yeah, play that game with and you know, go through that journey with because uh, you know, being able to achieve the, you know, winning a Super Bowl is, a, is obviously a great accomplishment at the end of the, end of the day, but it's really about that journey, that, that season-long, day-by-day grind that you go through with all those guys. That's really what's, uh, what's really special about those kind of, those kind of memories. Yeah, I love it. The, the team will never be the same after moments like that. And Cooper, you suffered an injury last year. Obviously, the season didn't go the way you wanted. How are you feeling physically? Are you recovered? Where are you at? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing a good job. Um, you know, I'm in, uh, you know, going through all that stuff, and uh, but excited about being able to get back out there and, and play again next, play again uh, next year, and uh, play play the game I love. It's uh, it's tough when that kind of stuff gets taken away from you, and 
I'm excited to get back to it. Cooper, we all have kids here at the table, and they're hit or miss about whether they like to be on TV or not. Do your kids want to be on TV? We know they're right there. Do they want to take this moment and jump in with Daddy, or are they camera shy? Uh, no, I mean, they would, they would. Uh, but they've got, you know, they want to go eat breakfast and, and get their day started. So, uh, ah, you know, that's choice. Yeah. Yeah. The cup runneth over. Uh, one of the biggest question marks at the end of the season, Cooper, was about Sean McVay. And there was all this mystery. He's going to go. He's going to go to media. He's going to take a year off. He's going to do all these things. He put the rumors to bed a few weeks ago, and he announced, I'm coming back. A lot of the coaches not, but he's coming back. You even took to Twitter to rejoice. You were into it. You were thrilled. We love McVay. Why was it so special for you that you're coming back and you put this tweet out there about they've been greatly exaggerated? Why was it so important to you? Oh, I'm, I, I love Sean um, in terms of our relationship over the last um, you know, six years together, um, you know, being able to go and attack each week and put together a plan and being able to go out there and execute that thing for him. Um, I obviously have a great, a bunch of, you know, great respect for him as a, as a coach, but just as a, as a, you know, as a man and just the relationship that we have as a player and coach and just as friends, it's, uh, you know, you want to be able to do this thing with, with people you enjoy being around and uh, be someone that I really enjoy being around and um, talk to football with. And um, so if that, that's, that's why, you know, you want guys like that to be a, be uh, be with you and be able to go through this thing uh, together. So, um, you know, obviously do a little, uh, I think it was Mark Twain quote out there too. Um, I, don't, I don't know if that was missed on everyone. I don't, I don't know if you anyone, anyone got it, but, you know, I was, I was really happy to hear that he was uh, coming back. Nice. Yeah, I think everybody's pumped up about that. Uh, it's been a remarkable year uh, for you. Think about this time last year. You win a Super Bowl, your Super Bowl MVP. Uh, look, only two times in the last four years has a wide receiver done that. Of course, you and Julian Edelman. So I'm curious as we turn towards the, this big Super Bowl this weekend, you're obviously going to be watching from the outside in. You're, you're, you're looking at the receivers first. Who do you think has the best chance to be MVP? Give me a receiver or a tight end that you think could have a chance to win the award. Well, you got to look at, you know, what Kelsey's done uh, this year, but also just uh, his consistency throughout, you know, his career, really. You know, I think, uh, you know, consistency is the greatest measure of performance, and, and he has shown that over and over again, he is going to consistently show up in big-time games and make big-time plays for you. So, you know, you have someone like that, I think that's always on the table. You know, I mean, the Eagles also have a, a, a great a group of receivers. I think any one of those guys can really go off at any point. So um, there's some really good, obviously, Super Bowl, you got some really good football players that are going to be on that field, and um, it'll be, a, you know, hopefully, hopefully be a good game. Cooper, it's amazing that you are a Super Bowl MVP, but this season, I was attempting to bang the drum of the regular season MVP going to a non-quarterback. I know last year you were rightfully so heavy part of that conversation. Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson towards the finish could have been a part of that conversation. Help me bang this drum. Why do you think that more non-quarterback position players should be considered a regular season MVP? Yeah, well, uh, I think obviously, well, I mean, what Justin Jefferson did this year was uh, was incredible. It was so much fun to watch, um, you know, every week. He's, he's such an incredibly talented receiver. Uh, there's not many guys that can do the things he's doing. Uh, it's, it's a really fun film to watch and, you know, incredible ability to control his body and make some unbelievable plays. And, you know, I, I think the the whole idea of the MVP talk is it's, it's the same one that, you know, people make. I don't have anything new to say to it. It's just, you know, if it's, a, if it's an MVP award, then you're talking about the, the whole, the entirety of the NFL. If you want to talk about a QB award, then I think you've got to name it something else. Mm -hmm. mm, very interesting and who that is named after that can be a different conversation sure. we'll mm -hmm. go to somebody else for that source cooper thank you i just wanted to put that to bed
come Sunday, who you're going to say has the edge in this matchup? You know these teams well, Chiefs or Eagles? Man, um, there's two really good football teams. I, I think just the, you know, I think you got some more guys on that, on the Kansas City team with a little more experience. You know, I think the, you got to feel good about kind of having Mahomes step in there and, and the guys that you've got, experience you've got there. So I'm kind of leaning that way. Um, but, you know, the Eagles and the defense that they've got, you got way that those guys fly around. And, uh, you know, I think you got Jalen Hurts and just be hopefully being coming back and being a little more healthy. And it really could go either way, but I'm kind, of, kind of leaning towards the Kansas City Chiefs right now. There we go. All right. That's it. it. Appreciate you, Cooper, man. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hey, we're back on Good Morning Football here in New York City. But look at that star. And I'm talking about not just Rihanna. Nate Burleson, he has a new podcast called The Process with Nate Burleson. He has an interview with Super Bowl 57 Apple Music halftime artist Rihanna. You can get an exclusive sneak preview of that interview only on NFL Plus this Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Sign up now and take a listen to Rihanna's process in getting to Super Bowl halftime performance ready. Oh, boy. Uh, There it is. We have had an awesome day, very busy day, as we are halfway through Super Bowl week, and we had some friends join us on the show, Kyle, didn't we? Yeah, if you follow the show for a while, you know that the whole last season I did a documentary with uh, NFL 360 called Who If Not Us, in which I made friends long distance with two Ukrainian soldiers, really four Ukrainian soldiers, but two of them were here today. We had the real deal. This is Yuri and this is Roman, and they were pulled off the battlefield in the war against the Russian invasion flown here as representatives of their cause and their country. But uh, these guys were incredible. You, you guys all met them. You've been hearing about them for months. What'd you think? Yeah, I was so excited to talk to them. And I think the, the cool thing about it is they're out there at battle. And the one common thing amongst all of us is we love football. Yep. Mm. And I'm talking to you in, in Roman. The first thing they asked me, were you the brother that broke up the ass <laughs> in the Super Bowl? And so they said I was their favorite McCourty, which I so appreciated. Cool. So, yes, I loved it. Yeah, they were definitely ecstatic to meet you. A couple of big hugs. I think for, for both of them, the, the amount of selflessness that they both exhibited yeah. mm-hmm. here, it's they're not about awesome. us, it's not about this trip, it's about the mission, and you know they're still carrying all the brothers with them, even though they're over here. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.